Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. Introducing your host from New York, here is Sam Roberts. Welcome. Welcome to Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast, everybody. Whoa. Big show today. A wrestling podcast created by yours truly, a wrestling fan. For all you wrestling fans, uh, I was at the Royal Rumble on Sunday. I thought it was a great show. Okay, controversy or no controversy about the way the Royal Rumble match ended. I thought top to bottom, the pay-per-view was good. The crowd was great. I'm going to get into all of that uh, because I got stuff to get into today. You know, we start with the interview first. That's what we do. By the way, I got a lot of love for this podcast by the great people of Philly that I met on Sunday. So I really appreciate that. All the people that came up to me and said they're enjoying the podcast, I enjoy having you on board. If you want to really support the podcast— not be a, 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 a fly-by-night fan, but one of the true members of the listening audience of this show, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sam Roberts and get yourself a Sam Roberts podcast or What's the Haps, whatever it is. Get yourself a T-shirt. There's four different shirts to choose from, so you should have no problem. I would get all four if I were you, but I already have all four. I wear them all the time. Now, I'm going to talk a lot about the Royal Rumble on this podcast, and I'm going to include... Uh, a good friend of mine named Katie Linendahl. She's on the Today Show. She's on CNN. She's all over the place. But she is a legit, as legit as any wrestling fan I've ever met. She's just a huge fan. And she came to the Royal Rumble with me. So I'll talk to her in a little bit. But first, Roman Reigns was on my SiriusXM show on Friday. He called in uh, on Friday afternoon, evening, to talk about the Royal Rumble, uh, and I thought this was relevant enough that I should include it here on Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast because he's a wrestler, and we talked about wrestling. Uh, Roman Reigns, winner, we would find out, of the 2015 Royal Rumble, who got the Batista treatment at the end of the night, who got booed out of the building. I talked to him on Friday for my show, days before the Royal Rumble. I mean, I saw this coming. And I kind of, you know, I didn't directly ask him, what are you going to do if you win the Royal Rumble and they boo? But we flirted with that idea, and and we talked a little bit about his promos and the criticism and and a whole bunch of stuff. Here's Roman Reigns days before the Royal Rumble. And now, the Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast interview. Roman Reigns, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. How you doing, Sam? I'm very well, thank you. It's a, it's, a, it's a big, big time for you right now. I mean, you're back now after uh, being injured for a big part of this year. First of all, like, what did you do while you were at home? Because I would imagine that, you know, even though you're a young guy, that's the first time in, in several years that you've had an extended stay at home. Yeah, it was, it was like... Uh foreign territory man yeah like at first i didn't even i was like what do, what do i do you know what i mean like i was extremely limited now that that was the toughest part of 
you know, dealing with hernia surgery and the recovery is there is no rehab. You know, you tear your ACL, you can do all kinds of stuff, you know, working around the body part. Same for really anything else. But when you're dealing with, you know, a situation where you can't strain, you literally can't do anything. I mean, I, I had to be careful about sneezing and coughing and things like that for the first uh, few weeks. So for me, it was, uh, to be honest, it was a good bit of couch time. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I did a lot of couch work. I, I had a cold beer yeah. or or two, maybe eight, <laughs> I don't know. I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I took advantage, and uh, we we went to uh, Halloween Horror Nights. That was, that was a good time. I did a couple of cruises and got married. So Man, that's think, perfect. Uh, so when you did, you, did you get married uh, uh, specifically? You're like, okay, I'm injured. Like, now is the time. we got to plan this now, or was it just convenient? No, it was it was literally now is the time go. And, <laughs> yeah, let's know, do this. And you know, thank God, you know, being so fortunate, of having a job, having a good job, and you know, being busy for the past couple of years, that was another situation where it was like the only time I've ever had time off, I was broke. You know what I mean? Like, right. I you know, I couldn't have fun. I couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, so to have a little bit of you know a little bit of change to spend was 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 a was a great opportunity to show my family and. You know, my wife and daughter had a good time, and you know, we had, we took a couple of cruises and, and did some really cool stuff. So well, I, it was. Uh, I'm glad you got married, but I hope you're really in love because uh, it could be a fun time right now to be a single Roman Reigns. Women, women, women <laughs> like the the Roman Reigns character, as it were, on television. It's just that character, right? Just <laughs> yeah, that guy, just the, like, that it, Roman Reigns guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it, it is it's a little bit it's a little bit crazy. I, you know, I the thing is though, like. I've always looked like this, you know what I mean, my whole right. life. Um, so I've always gotten a little bit of, you know, attention here and there. Um, but, you know, on the scale that WWE, you know, when you get that machine behind you and, and you know, they, they put you out in front of the world, it, it does get a bit crazy. Um, you know, I was just in Vegas, uh, just walking through the casino, you know, here in women. Uh, it makes me feel like a piece of meat, to be honest. <laughs> It's You're not like, that now. Now I know what it's like to be like a Hooters girl or something. Like I'm just walking around with my my boobs out or something. That sounds great to me, though. Like for women, <laughs> that's like something that, that they struggle with. But if I could have one day of feeling like a piece of meat, I feel like like I would have accomplished something. It's uh, it it's definitely a double edged sword. It it has its its cool moments, you know, where it's like that's pretty damn cool that you know girls are into me and I'm you know. I'm cause I'm stirring up all these emotions, but you know, yeah. like you said, uh, you you have to be careful nowadays. It's everyone has a camera phone, and you take a picture, you know, kind of half hugging a girl, and it, it it turns out you're dating her or something crazy on the internet. So yeah, it's probably it's, uh, it's probably safer for you as you're just starting to get to a level where you've got some for real notoriety, like one of the big stars on the roster. It's probably safer to have a a, a home life and a wife and and nothing going on outside of that. Oh, yeah, I mean, for me too. You know, I I don't I'm not doing this for fame. You know, I do it strictly. You know, from an artistic standpoint, of, as far as performance hmm. and entertaining people and bringing happiness and uh, you know putting smile on people's faces. Um, but it's not. You know, it's it's never been about being famous or anything like that. So, so when did you get? When did you kind of get the desire to perform? Because you were part of the documentary that they did about the Usos, who are your real life cousins, and a big part of that was your you you playing football and and thinking that that is the direction your career is going to go in, uh, but playing football is not performance; it's athletic. Whereas 
uh, sports entertainment is obviously more performance. What, when did the performance part click in for you that, yeah, I enjoy this just as much as the athletic part? Well, I'm going to have to kind of disagree with you there. Did you – I'm asking a simple question. Did you play any ball? I didn't, no. I... So then, okay, yeah. I, I, I would think, uh, you know, NFL ball, even college ball nowadays, uh, if you look at the uniforms, you look at the swagger these kids have, oh. um, the celebrations, it's a, you, you better believe it's a performance now. It's, That's Don't true. be fooled, man. It is a performance all the way around. I mean, I guess you, don't, you, you don't play a sport going in with the mindset, you look good, you feel good, you play good. I mean, right. that, that's a performance. Um, obviously, what we do is, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's on a bigger, you know, much grander scale of performing and, and, and artistic value and, and that type of thing. The stage is obviously different, um, and the stakes are a bit different as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, football, you know, we grew up in the South, you know, and if you grew up in, down in, you know, the Panhandle of Florida, there's not much else to do other than, you know, hang out on the beach and play some ball. So, for me, it was uh, – football was kind of a – you know, it was a road that took me to college. It got me an education. Um, it allowed me to network and meet and, and create a bunch of awesome relationships because, like many other uh, things in this world, football is a small world. Wrestling is an even smaller world. Yeah. Um, but I always had that desire to perform and, 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 you know, you know, look cool and be cool. And, you know, that, you know, I, I was a guy who cared about how he looked on the field. So I, I always feel like there was a bit of a performer in me. Um, we just didn't really find it out until, you know, the opportunity came. So what do you think about the position you're in right now in WWE? The Royal Rumble is on Sunday and, I mean, for for the last year, I would say you were uh, you dominated last year at the Royal Rumble. You threw out a ton of dudes, um, but I would say from that point on, people started saying, "Well, this is obviously the guy that the WWE want to strap the rocket to. This is the guy. This is people have said you're the next John Cena. People have said this is the guy they're looking at as the guy that's going to take him forward." But so many people, I feel like, have said that now. That uh, do you think? I don't want to feel like I'm being shoved down people's throats. I want people to feel like like they are behind me and they're the ones that made me. Does, does any of that occur to you? Um, you know, I not to, I, I I'm aware of all these things, but you have to look at it at you know many different perspectives. Um, so for me, you know, as a provider, uh, you know, and as a man. Um, I have a responsibility to provide uh, right. and, you know, I, I can't look at it and get down on, Oh, well, you know, they, this is what they're thinking. And this is what they're saying. Cause quite, you know, to be honest, I really don't care. Um, <laughs> you know, I can only do my thing and, and, and do the best that I can. Um, the majority of critics uh, I would say are people who have no clue what they're talking about. People who have never been in a wrestling ring. Right. They've never been a public speaker. They they wouldn't even know how to lock up with if I allowed them to. If I gave them the opportunity to lock up and tangle, tangle with me in the ring, they would have no clue what to do. So for them to critique or to even ever say anything about any performer is asinine and just blows my mind. And let's, um, and let's be honest. If, if you had a critic a wrestling critic in front of you and saying, all right, let's lock up. There would probably be urine on their pants before they even attempted. 
and then I the wouldn't lock-up. want to lock up. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> the- <laughs> I don't want their urine on my pants. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I think uh, you know, it's one of those situations where obviously the company's going to do what the company does. Mm-hmm. The fans are definitely going to do what they do, and that's what that's what's so great is like. So the fans have to realize, like, as opinionated as y'all are in the way you want it, mm-hmm. the company's the same way. They're going to do what they want to do. Y'all are going to do what y'all want to do. The company's going to do what they want to <laughs> yeah. do. And hopefully, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, we'll meet in the I, middle I'm, somewhere. Yeah, hopefully at the end of the day, I'm just the guy getting rich. So your 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 deal is, okay, the company's going to tell you what they need done, and all your job is to go out and try to make this work. My goal is... Hopefully, I can make everybody happy uh, and and do you know and and be satisfied with with the product that I've created. People don't realize is I've created a product. Mm-hmm. I've created a Superman punch. I, I've I've taken a spear and made it my own. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I've done that I created. So there's a lot of things that you know and opinions that I have. That I'm not going to budge on. This is mine. You know what I mean. This right. is what I have. To, I have to live with this. I have to live with my career. Uh, when I'm gone, the WWE universe and the company and the company of WWE are going to move on. There's, there's going to be another guy, and they're going to keep going. So for me, I, I'm trying to get everything I can out of this experience possible. And do you read the criticisms of your promos, or is that the same thing that you go out there, you see, this is what I need to say? I'm just going to try to make this work as best as I possibly can for me. I see all my criticism. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm in, I'm in a position now where I get a ton of love, which is great, and yeah. a ton of criticism, which is great. Um, and, you know, as long as I'm in people's mouths, that's all that matters to me. You know, as long as people are talking about me, um, you know, the, the majority of the time, you know, the people who are critiquing and bashing me, they're making me more relevant, I would think. If you didn't want me around, just don't talk about me and try and make it silence out there. But that, that's not the case. They just they make it even more overwhelming and, and you know, noise is noise. You know, that's, that's the thing. And the reactions um, kind of speak for themselves, too. When you get out there and you hear an arena full of people screaming, it probably silences a lot of critics. Well, if it doesn't, I really don't. It doesn't bother me because I'm all about being opinionated. I'm all about speaking up for what you like, and that's fine. And that's what we have nowadays, which is so great with social media, is people can voice their opinions. Now, it's not, you know, we don't, I don't believe in, like, CM Punk, like, I'm the voice of the voices. That's crap. Mm-hmm. People are talking and people are being heard all over the world. People are reading. You put something on the internet and people will read it. It's just, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, a famous, you know, superstar celebrity or just, you know, Joe Schmo, you know, doing your nine to five at Starbucks. You can put something on the internet and you put something crazy enough, it will get, you know, it'll go viral. So I think, yeah. uh, you know, I read all this stuff, but people have to consider I, it's not. I'm not writing. You know, I'm not going out there and I don't create the whole show. I'm a performer. Right. I go out there and I do what I have to do to the best of my ability. You're doing that for sure, and I mean, you're 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 performing at a crazy level. Real quick, in in 30 seconds or so, if you can do it. Is there any? A lot of times when a guy comes back from an injury, they're a little scared the first time they get in a ring. It's a little nerve wracking. Now you didn't get a, a, an in ring injury when you were out, but still, the first time you're back in a ring. Do you feel like you have to be more careful, or is it just balls to the wall? No, I mean, I, you know, I, I go through my whole preparation to make sure that my body's, you know, in, in a good way and warmed up and ready to go. If something crazy were to happen, um, you know, for, for me, 
it, you know, I'm dealing with pretty much it's a scar. It, right. I rain so hard that it busts, it's, it's going to bust, and there's nothing I can do about it. The only thing I can hope for is that the healing process is, is damn near complete and that scar is 100% and can hold. So for me, I go out there and I go balls to the walls, and that's the mindset I have is I don't I, – there's no practice speed for me. It's in the fire full go that's that's how you stay injury free when you go on half speed is that's that's how you get hurt well listen roman reigns i think fresh faces in the future of pro wrestling is a beautiful thing and i think uh i think you're doing an amazing job so uh the royal rumble is this sunday it's on the wwe network it's 995 999 it's less than ten dollars a month on the wwe network uh so check out ever yeah absolutely and uh thanks for talking roman Thanks for having me, brother. And now, back to Sam Roberts. There you have it. Roman Reigns, great to have him on the podcast. I thought I was really impressed by the interview. Um, Let me know what you think. Twitter me at NotSam, and let me know what you think of Roman Reigns after hearing that. I thought he was very honest, talking about, you know, the, the criticisms that have been against him. I thought we, we talked a little bit about that, and he was, he was very honest about it, about su- supporting his family, and he has a job to do, and, and the company wants one thing, and the audience wants another thing, and blah, blah, blah. I was, I was very uh, surprised, refreshingly so. Surprised by how refreshed I was by Roman Reigns. I thought he was a great interview, um, and hopefully we'll get to talk to him again soon. I was at... The Royal Rumble on Sunday, as I said. I went with a friend of mine, Katie Linendahl. She's also on my SiriusXM show all the time, but uh, she's a, a tech expert. She's a tech guru. She's on the Today Show. She's on uh, CNN. She's on all kinds of stuff. She does stuff with popular science. She's an amazing, amazing person, but she's also an incredible wrestling fan. This is what a good wrestling fan she is. All she wanted, she was talking about it the whole time we were sitting there in Philly. All she wanted was IRS or Tatanka to be surprise entrance into the Royal Rumble. That's for real. That's for real. So, before I I, I get into my opinions on the Royal Rumble, or as I get into my opinions on the Royal Rumble, I wanted to include Katie Linendahl with me. She was there. She experienced it. She's a real wrestling fan, and I enjoy her company. I think you'll enjoy her, too. Let's get in to the state of wrestling Oh, and by the way, real quick, because I'm not going to talk about Raw in the state of wrestling. I thought they did a great job with Monday Night Raw this week. The fact that they had to cancel the entire arena show and had to put together a three-hour. This is where doing three hours of Raw every week really comes into play. Trust me, I know from doing radio shows of various lengths that when you have to put together a taped show, when you don't have the resources that you thought you were going to have, and it's last minute, I mean, they canceled travel everywhere in the New York, Connecticut area. They were supposed to do Raw in Connecticut. It got snowed out. They were able to get really all the top guys to Stanford to do uh, important, I thought, interviews uh, in the WWE TV studio. I thought most of the interviews were uh, good. I thought all the interviews were important in terms of, of character building and in terms of, of, of things you thought you should be watching. Like, they were all a very relevant interviews, um, and then coupling it with the footage from the Royal Rumble, I just thought they did a really good job of putting a show together, regardless of circumstances. Now, speaking of shows, I want to talk about the Royal Rumble, so that's exactly what I'm going to talk about 
this week on the State of Wrestling. It's now time for this week's State of Wrestling. I thought it only appropriate that I bring on board one of my favorite people, one of my new, beco- newly becoming one of my favorite people, uh, my Royal Rumble mate from last night or two nights ago, Sunday night. Katie Linendahl is here. Yes. Welcome. I am your hype girl, Sam Roberts. Well, you're more than that. You're like one of the last true like media people who's a real wrestling fan. This is a true statement. I bring some clout to the table in terms of my WWE knowledge and trivia. Yeah, and I've tested you. And people know that like if I'm the one testing you, it's for real. This is true. This is true. Because I don't mess around. Uh, what an honor to be hanging with you at the Rumble, though. <laughs> Did it feel Not like an honor? walk out with a chair. Yeah, each. You're, like, bigger than some of the wrestlers, which we'll talk about. Well, well, it's I don't know. It's pretty incredible. I am totes your hype girl, your sidekick. I'll take it. You're, it. you're a great sidekick. <laughs> um, but I had a, we, we had a blast. The Philly crowd, first of all. This, I feel like, I feel like the crowd was probably the biggest star of the Rumble. Even during the pre-show. Yeah. Can I say something, though? Philly fans. Yeah. I am, I'm a Bills fan, but I go to lots of Eagles games. Mm-hmm. They are intense. You don't mess with the Philly crowd. I mean, we know that from the ECW days. Yeah, but we got there, right? So, as I said, Katie, uh, she's done stuff with CNN. She's done stuff with the Today Show. She's been on my uh, show on Sirius XM a whole bunch. Uh, but she's a for real wrestling fan. She first got my attention on Twitter because she was, like, live-tweeting wrestling. And there are people that do that, and it's like they figure out that wrestling is a niche audience. And so they just kind of try to get on board with this live tweet thing, trying to increase their social media or whatever. So I was testing Katie for that, and I wanted to see if she was for real. And she is 100%. She couldn't be more for real. She First of all, somebody was dressed up as a member of the Spirit Squad. And Katie, <laughs> you started uh, mentioning the names of the people in the Spirit. You're like, oh, is that, that was Nikki and Kenny and Mikey. Yep. Um, there was another one that you dropped that I, I was dropped like, a Nidia bomb. That's, that's what it was. For you. Yes. We were watching J and J security and, and you were like, yeah, my friend once came up to me and asked me if I wanted to be the Nidia to his Jamie Noble. And I was like, uh, could you pick something better? I'm Nidia. I'm Nidia for real. But in that moment I was like, she's, she's a, she's as legit as a person could possibly be. I respect that. Sam yeah. I mean, I, I knew in that Thank moment. You. Uh, but when we first got there. We drove from New York to Philly, and which P.S. Every yeah. sign said "Turn around now" because it was right before <laughs> blizzard the blizzard imminent. But we, what do we do? Royal Rumble, straight Royal ahead, Rumble. first down. It's a, is it your favorite pay per view? I do like TLC. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of tables, ladders, and chairs. Is that because of the ladders? Correct. Yeah, I get that. Correct. I get that. But I love Royal Rumble. There's something about it because not and only now, now it is moving yeah. forward, especially being live with the countdown, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, because you That's got to exciting. see it, and yeah, all I, the crowd was so into it. Count. Yeah, so I feel like I can, you know, really be a part of it. And if you can't count, you can read along, and right. all the numbers <laughs> are there for you. Um, but yeah, I like to me like it feels like it's it's fun, it's exciting. There's everybody, and you, there's surprises. I always love the surprises. There's surprises, and it starts what could be something new. Like it starts the road to WrestleMania Indeed. where you figure out, okay, you know, we start shaping the main event for the biggest show of the year and kind of figure out where the year is going. Um, and I think that's why people take it so seriously as they should. Well, you watched it last year, I'm sure. Absolutely. So when Batista got booed out of the building, what did you think? 
Well, I was on board the Batista train for his comeback. Right? You liked Batista. Well, this is before. This was the surprise, right? You're like the. I was a huge Batista fan. You're like Vince McMahon's dream wrestling fan. I had a best for business shirt on. I know you did. You I, did. I'm no. all about the authority in the whole McMahon era. You love it, but even like, like when Vince McMahon is like, "This is the match I'm going to set up." Like you're the fan who's like, "Perfect, <laughs> you got it, right on the money." Batista's the man. Well, now what I've what I've said that we both deem pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. The winner of the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. is like the new getting the new cover of Madden. Yes, it's like a curse. It's the Rumble curse. That's what's happening. Batista. Yeah. So, were you surprised by Batista last year? I was surprised at how weak the performance was and was carried through. Oh, so you thought he deserved? So as a fan. Yeah. I, oh, I was so excited to see him there, like pumped, mm-hmm. but. I thought the next and, and then few matches after that were horrible. So you were horrible. like, you, I just felt like he was so mailed in. You weren't surprised by the, you were disappointed by Batista or Bootista, but not in Guardians of the Galaxy or Blue Tista. No, he was great. He was I great. Feel, I feel like he even stick with Mini Groot, man. Even the that wrestling works. audience, like he won the wrestling audience back with Guardians of the Galaxy for sure. He's great. Now, so we get to the Royal Rumble. This is this is what everybody's talking about. This is a controversy. Um... I thought, because some people think that the crowd was shitty, that it was a bad crowd. I totally disagree. Which I feel like they're insulting you and I personally, because we were part of that crowd. That's a true statement. But I thought it was a great crowd. Great crowd. Great Philly crowd. You cannot compete with Philly fanfare. I wanted, I want New York to have the best wrestling fans, and they, I've never been to a show in Chicago, because a lot of people were tweeting me Chicago has the best, but based on what I've seen, Philly has by far the best wrestling fans. I agree. Like, from the time we got there on Sunday, the energy was so good. The tailgate. Can we even back up? Yeah. It was amazing. We pulled up, and I've gone through some rotten tailgates before. But we pulled up, and I'm like, okay, we're in Philly. It's kind of a hostile wrestling crowd. Let's just see. It might be iffy. People were, like, getting out of our way. Like, moving boxes. No, this parking space is open. Come join us. There's, like, dudes in Ultimate Warrior outfits running up and down the parking lot. The Hulk Hogan theme music is playing over here. Everybody's just drinking beers. And, and happy. Yeah, they're just in this weird, nice... And we went down that rabbit hole. We were, we were like, all in. The we fir- drank that Kool-Aid fast. Yeah, the first thing we did was take photos of two... Larger gentlemen dressed as gold dust and dude love. That is true statement. But everybody was so happy to be there. And I feel like... Even the porta potties were clean. Did you check? I'm assuming. Okay. It was just that vibe. It was just that vibe. Like it didn't feel gross. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and everybody felt optimistic about the show. I thought the Philly crowd was optimistic. We went in and we sat down and we couldn't believe... I think both of us were like, oh, my God, listen to this crowd as New Day was wrestling Cesaro and Tyson Kidd and Adam Rose. This is the pre-show match, and the crowd was on fire Fire for Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Now, I know those aren't the good guys, but regardless, they were on fire for them. Fire. Were you surprised? Very. What, were you expecting anything from the Philly crowd? It was the set to a perfect night. Mm-hmm. Everything was there, and I yeah. completely disagree with whoever said that was a bad crowd. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought they were an amazing crowd. They spoke their minds. Oh yeah. But I thought it was an amazing crowd, and I told you, and it was funny because you didn't. Re- you, what did you wear, other than your best for business T-shirt? Well, it was tough. I had a girl moment, mm-hmm. so I I couldn't decide. <laughs> You're like wear. the only girl so who takes a backpack. 
half an hour to get ready for a wrestling show because you don't know which T-shirt By you're going to wear. I was late to the party, literally, because I was like, I text Sam and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm like running 15 minutes late because my Brock Lesnar shirt's still in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Started there. I had an F5 shirt. And then I also packed. I couldn't make up my mind, so I packed four other wrestling shirts. I had a throwback Lesnar shirt. Mm-hmm. And I think I packed a SummerSlam. I ended up wearing a Best for Business and then a Roman Reigns hoodie over that. Right. So you had your Roman Reigns hoodie. And the photo on the Instagram, which is at not Sam yeah. and at Katie Lindendahl is yours. Uh you're wearing your Roman Reigns hoodie in the parking I was the lot. The only person wearing a Roman Reigns hoodie. Because you didn't realize like like I was completely unaware that there was even a potential no. for a turn. No. I feel like I was blindsided. Really? Yes, and I feel like I, I'm a little confused as it, it, am I do I stand alone on the fact that I I okay, like I get that people are very upset and frustrated with his lack of a, a, his poor promos. Okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. Fine. Since when did we just all not like Roman Reigns? You know, I think... I I don't get it. I like Roman Reigns, and I like... I do, too, and I'm standing by it. Yeah. I like talking to him. I thought he was a great interview. He was a great guest. And he admitted, and he was honest when he said, there are some things the fans want, and there are some things the company wants, and the company's helping me provide for my family, so that's what I do, and I do it to the best of my ability. Believe that. And I'm like, okay, I get that. And so it's like you can't be mad at Roman Reigns for promos. But at what point during – okay, so I just missed the week apparently where everybody <laughs> turned on him. I think – We had a we had a real a debate on this. Yeah, because I feel like he was out with his hernia and – Still loved. Still loved. Yeah. Making those Skype appearances, still loved. But while he was out with his hernia, number one, I think people were bummed out at like – the couple of Skype appearances because they wanted him in person. So immediately people were all like, oh, I wish he was uh, here. That kind of that doesn't do anything for me, though. That's not enough. I think Ambrose got over super hard. Huge. While, while, while uh, Roman Reigns was gone. And then right around the same time that Roman came back, Daniel Bryan came back. And, the only, and, and, and Roman Reigns' big push was kind of centered around the fact that Daniel Bryan was out with an injury. And so even though you could see the seeds were it planted. It still doesn't add up to me. I, I, Where did everybody take a turn on Roman Reigns? He, I'm not buying it, and I'm not going with the bandwagon here. You won't. He's still amazing. You'll still wear your hoodie. Absolutely. With pride. With pride. Because you felt like you looked kind of like the girl who showed up thinking she had, like, the cool T-shirt. I did. And it wasn't cool. It was, It's out of style. Like, well, did you notice we don't that wear sweatpants on Friday. Like, kind of just, I was like, oh, I'm really hot. Uh huh. I'm gonna wear this best for business T-shirt. Yeah, and you're like, I'm just gonna go with my T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they that the audience got cold a little colder on him after he got back from his injury. Um, it never really picked up, and then the promos started to rub people the wrong way because his promos sound like John Cena promos. But he's not okay. He's not a bad guy. He's, he's not, not a, a bad heel. guy. No. But, so, it, but and now everybody hates him. Well, here's what happened. Here, my opinion is, his promos sound like John Cena promos. So when that started happening, people started associating him with John Cena and realizing that there was a potential of this is the guy the company has chosen. It doesn't matter what you as the audience say. And when that starts to seep into the audience, then the internet starts to go crazy with it. Then you start going, well, I don't want the guy that you picked for me. I want the guy that I picked. But everybody did pick. He was the most prominent member of the Shield. Even I, at the pinnacle of the Shield, he was the one. He was the leader, bef- hands down. 
before his injury, he was before the one people picked. Once he came back, he started feeling like he was being picked for us. And then I think people, especially in Philly. I think it's a Philly thing. Rebelled. Is it a Philly thing? I'm going to ask you, actually. Um, I think it has a lot to do with being in Philly. But I'm not blaming the Philly crowd because WWE knew they were in Philly. They booked Bubba Ray Dudley. You knew that a Philly reaction is a Philly reaction. And the bottom line is, regardless of what city you're in, if it's a Philly crowd and they boo Roman Reigns out of the building, there are people watching that pay-per-view that don't even know what Philadelphia is that have never been to Pennsylvania. That thing is being watched globally now, and they see that this building is booing Roman Reigns, so it starts to like influence people. Okay, now we boo this guy. Well, and to back up the fact that I was a little shocked by it, Yeah. to your point earlier, The Rock was also a little shocked by it too, we think. I think so. I looked at his face. Well, because I told you at the beginning of the night, I said, Katie, if... If Roman Reigns wins this Royal Rumble, like they're going to tear this building that. down. You called that. And you were like, what? I don't think so. And just the guy in front of us turned, turned around and said, no, yeah, no, we're going to turn it down. Like, we're going to tear the building down. And you were like, uh, best for business then <laughs> is where we'll go with this. But so, yeah, so the, the, what did you think of The Rock? Because with the live crowd, uh, I, the vibe... Amongst us, and I think amongst pretty much the whole building, was that The Rock was going to be in the Royal Rumble match. Because we knew he oh, was yeah. in Philly. It was more of a debate of what number he was going right. to at that point. I was going 27. I was going 30. We knew he was in Philly, and his mom and his daughter were in the front row. Right. And we all who were in the building knew that. I don't know if you could see that on TV or not. So when he wasn't in the Rumble, it was kind of another like, huh? It's just that? Like that thing that we were afraid is going to happen? That's all that's happening? We have to talk about the Rumble, too, not to be tangential about it, but I felt like there weren't enough surprises. I I think we all had our disappointments. Me, personally, I wanted to see Tatanka. (laughs) Maybe that's high hopes. Right, right. I love that Bubba Ray was in there, obviously, too, for the Philly crowd. Mm -hmm. I feel like there weren't enough surprises because there were so many heavy hitters to actually fit in. I mean, that's why this was a huge Rumble. And how great was Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt was great. Amazing. Zack Ryder coming in was a little bit of a surprise. That was yeah. nice. Boogeyman. Boogeyman. That, that geeked me out. You were excited for I that. Very, it's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Really? Although I could have loved to see some worms. Yeah. Um, not enough surprises for me, though. What about DDP Yoga? We did see some DDP Yoga. See? That Diamond Cutters. That was All good. around. So there were a few surprises. I'd like to have seen Bo Dallas. Yeah. I thought that was coming through. And Randy Orton. And then let's remember, two members of the New Day took up two spots. I'm a huge Big E fan. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of Big E in the New Day. Well. Two spots in the Rumble. You got to give one. went to Tatanka. You think. I'm just saying. You think Big E should have given his spot to Tatanka? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm a, Kofi's got to be in it. And oh, the Kofi spot down. was oh, great. Kofi spot was my, probably one of my favorite parts in the whole pay-per-view yeah because it not only did it work like it, it it continued the legend of kofi kingston it moved the rumble along and it furthered the adam rose storyline yes i love that yeah i love that and i love kofi in action yeah always puts on a great show kofi's great and he and and so maybe maybe i just don't dislike the new day i don't like the new day as a group I like them as individuals. I don't. I. I. My problem with the new day is there. There's no central vision. Like what? What are? Are they just happy? They're are, just very happy. Are they religious. Like I'm like really happy. And are I'm they a cult? Of, 
Yeah, no, it's, I'm not getting it. I'm with you on that. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't. Yeah. So. Sorry, we digress. When The Rock comes out. Rock comes out. It was cool. But we all kind of thought he was going to be in the Rumble. So that was another disappointment around the match. What is that setting it up for? I don't know if it's setting up anything. I don't think anything's been set up yet. Other than Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Here's what I think. I think. And we haven't even talked about how epic that was. Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. I think The Rock was sent out there to be like. You know what? There's a risk of some of the fans. They didn't realize all of the fans. There's a risk that some of the fans are going to boo Roman Reigns. So, Rock, we need you to go out there and just tell everybody he's the man, and then they'll believe you. And they tried it. It didn't work. Everybody cheered for The Rock when he came out. It was exciting. When his music hit and he came out, everybody cheered. But then when he raised Roman Reigns' hand in the air, it was a boo. I am still in shock by it. And if you look at photos of The Rock... He looks kind of befuddled. Like, right? I don't right. understand. You pointed that out. I, I don't. I don't understand. Like, I'm the Rock, and this is my guy. We we the endorsement deal didn't work. It didn't. It didn't. I mean, so what do you do? You know. I think the only option now is to turn Reigns into a heel. And Brock Lesnar is a babyface. <laughs> no, that's not happening anytime soon. <laughs> and then, and then what? And then the the heel wins at WrestleMania against the babyface Brock Lesnar. Okay, wait, stop there. Okay. Press pause All because right. everyone in that building, mm-hmm. maybe to make a point here, was cheering Lesnar on. They were every and, single person. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I mean, it was also because they had uh, they had him drop the F five on Rollins on Raw, like when he attacked the Authority, right. He started getting right, cheers. Right. So it's like, I still think of him as a heel, for sure. But there is some weirdness going on with Brock where it's like, where are we going with this? I think a lot of people thought Paul Heyman was going to turn on Brock at the Royal Rumble. So let's talk about, well, so what did you think of the reaction that Roman Reigns got? I'm still confused, disappointed, is befuddled. Befuddled is a great That's word. A good, I, I, it's almost like I just hit a right click on Microsoft Word mm-hmm. to choose a few a few additional synonyms. Yeah, I, I'm hurt. You're hurt. I'm emotionally damaged. Who are you hurt by? I'm a big Roman Reigns fan. I was a fan of the Shield. Yeah, and I, actually, I never wanted to see the Shield break up. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it's fair to him. I feel very. Um, I feel a strong sentiment towards the way he's being treated as a human being. This is upsetting to you. It is. In a big, it big is. way. Like, it seems like He you... was on top. That man was, yeah. like, on top. Then he gets hurt, and everybody's like, nah, we don't like him anymore. No, I'm not cool with that. I'm not cool with that. I'm so glad we have the voice of the Roman Reigns fan in here. Because I tell people, like, every podcast, every wrestling podcast is like, uh, here's what's wrong. Here's what I hate. Here's, I don't like this. I don't like that. Like, it's complaining about wrestling. And I've never understood that. Like, I'm like... My my whole reason for doing this podcast is because I love WWE. Like, I watch every single week. I'm not going to stop. Right. Like, I'm not hashtagging cancel the network. Like, tonight I'll go home and watch old episodes of Tough Enough. I'm with you. Like, it sounds great to me. What did you think of that? That then, like, I was like, I was okay with the booing because I, I would have picked a different winner for the Royal Rumble. I was booing as a fan. But after that, it's like, okay, you know, that's the Here's way it ended. I would have changed in the Rumble if I can get one one switch out. Of course you can. Top four. Mm-hmm. Top four. I There was this real sentiment in the building. Everybody felt, in your words, a little indifferent mm-hmm. towards Kane and Big Show. 
The performance towards the end there, I would I would have swapped that out. And a lot of people didn't like that oh. they were just picking people up and throwing them out and picking just, people up was, and throwing them out. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, I would have switched that. Yeah. And I think the idea was to get them heat so that uh, Roman Reigns can come back strong and be like, oh, thank God Roman Reigns is here to stop these guys. But everybody was so sour on Roman Reigns that it was just like a whole batch of, I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like what's going on. But. I'm just saying we would have had a lot more success and a lot more happy WWE Universe if Tatanka was the winner. Yeah. that's what You not only wanted him to be in I'm the Rumble. still lobbying for it. You wanted him to go. Who do you think would win at WrestleMania, Tatanka or Brock Lesnar? Tatanka. Because he had his feathers? Absolutely. Best yeah. song ever. Yeah. Best entrance music to date. Right. And he could do that like. <laughs> so good. See what I mean? <laughs> it's so legit. I used to do that around my living room. You did? Yeah. And did you do that sort of rain dance thing I, that he did? I used to make laps. Like yeah. Circles. Yeah. Now, did you like loincloth Tatanka or full tights Tatanka? Um, that's a great question I would have to get back to you on. I think loincloth. It feels more authentic. <laughs> You know, it's like, no, that's a for real Native American. He's wearing a loincloth with blue Fair. tights Fair. under it. I respect it. So what did you think of uh, 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 of the hashtag cancel WWE network oh, that lasted all night, all night and into the next day? I think that's a that's a big complaint for something that only costs ten dollars. Because yeah. I, I, may I say, I have purchased many a pay-per-view in the past. Seventy five bucks typically after like taxes. It's right. Expensive. You're getting all this content. Listen, I'm not trying to be a shill here. Mm-hmm. For $10. Right. And, and you can just. That, just the Brock Lesnar match was worth $10. Right. And I'm not going to have that argument with anybody. I like the way you say dollars. Must be a Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Erie, Pennsylvania proud. <laughs> it's good. But yeah, I mean, and you can watch it forever. Like, you're not just ordering it, and it's like, okay, now it's done. Like, immediately, I can... It's like a Facebook change. Yeah. Facebook changes something, and everybody gets real mad. Well, I'm canceling my Facebook. And yeah, it's like, you're not going to do I'm that. Not gonna, yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's all right. I'll get used to it in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, a whole bunch of media, like Time Magazine and, and all these places picked up on that hashtag. Like, we're reporting that people were so mad at this pay-per-view that they were hashtagging. And apparently, the cancel page... At the network website, crashed. <gasps> so it was legit. There was some return on that. Yeah. See, now, that's, that's – the journalist in me wants to know, like, okay, yeah. how many people really followed through with that cancel? Right. How many and, people are just mad because of some creative choices? How many people really canceled? And how many Did people – cancel? Me? No way. See? I love the network. I love WWE. I agree. But I also think people are going to resubscribe before the next pay-per-view. Like anybody that canceled is just going to resubscribe. Maybe they should drop the price to like nine fifty. Nine ninety sell some more t-shirts. Five oh. <laughs> instead of nine ninety nine. Nine ninety five. Yeah, come back and join us. Save yourself four cents. Yes, I think it's a good. Yes, I was kind of surprised by that. I think that's kind of lame. I don't like that. We're arguing over ten dollars. Yeah, you just like spent that on two lattes. Right, right. Rusev spent it on two lattes. That's a true statement too. But before we get to that. <laughs> Let's talk about the match that stole the show. Already, by many critics, being what could be called the match of the year. Well, at the time of this podcast being published, we've had 28 days in the year. Early contender. I would say it's the best match in the last 28 days. Seth Rollins' performance alone. Yeah. 
It's fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. I don't even know what the, that move was called. We the were like, it was like the Sean White. Yeah. There was like an axle in there. Yeah. That I was, was fantastic. I was trying to figure out like how four many. four moves in one. Yes. Because I was trying to figure out how many degrees it was. But then I realized he wasn't just spinning in one direction. He's like a sports science, like, you know, like a accelerometer, like a, yeah. a meter. They can that. slow it down. That was fantastic. Because he would go like. Upside down and then sideways and to the yep. left and spin. And it's and like. And then prior to that, yeah. he put Lesnar through the table. Way far out. You could see that's another picture that I caught. That was good. Like, that was actually a great shot. You should tweet that out. From the I put, It's on my Instagram from from Sunday. So just scroll through and yep. find it. Yep. But um, yeah, going from the ring to the table, that's people have missed that. Seth Rollins' performance, five out of five. I think he should be in the main event of WrestleMania. I think Seth Rollins should be in the main event of WrestleMania at this point. I think if I were in charge, I would say, you know what? We need to push forward with a youth movement. Like, I know they're not stars yet. We need to make them stars. Seth Rollins busted ass and won people over at that Royal Rumble. On that one. Right. And I, and I liked him from the get. I just wasn't like a... Uber know. fan. Yeah. Yeah. Won me over, hands down. Yeah. It's like you've got so much talent there. You can do Everybody's behind Bray Wyatt. Everybody's behind Daniel Bryan. Everybody's behind Seth Rollins. Everybody's behind Dean Ambrose. And everybody can be behind Roman Reigns. I don't think. Do you think Roman Reigns is a lost cause with the fans? I'm torn as to what you would do at this point. I mean, it's super, super delicate. Have to turn him heel. Or just do something so baby faced that people start to like him. Or like. What? Like, like, if he came out on Raw and he started talking and then took a script out of his pocket and tore it up and said, you know what? I don't need these anymore. And just completely changed his character. I'm going to be myself from now on, blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's I a think good idea. People would be like, oh, okay. That's what I would do. But honestly, I should be over there consulting a lot of people. That's This is a great idea. <laughs> I would back you up on that. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be really cool. But, yeah, I mean, I thought John Cena was great. And John Cena performs well. People don't like John Cena. You don't like John Cena, right? I, I like John Cena as the brand. But, I mean, like, just as, like, like a, no, a fan no, watching TV, no, blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah, like, I'm sure you like him as a dude. Yeah. And you respect him. Totes. But as just, like, a wrestling fan. Every time he's in a position to have a great match, he has a great match. That's correct. Every time. Yep. I mean, never I, disappoints. I think John Cena was CM Punk's best opponent, and that's controversial because everybody else is like the Daniel Bryan CM Punk matches were the best, or the CM Punk blah blah blah. I think nobody did better matches with CM Punk than John Cena. I mean, I regularly get impressed with that dude. Still, agree. agree. So, and he was impressive last night or at the Royal Rumble on Sunday. Agree. I thought the moment of that match was. Brock Lesnar hopping, like he was just laid out on that table. And to have him hopping off of it into the ring, start suplexing again. the table, though, Mm -hmm. coming into the side barricade, which actually we were sitting right next to. Yeah. That was, well, that one, two, three. The barricade to the table to the Rollins finisher. Crushing the barricade, yeah. I thought it was really, really good. And I haven't heard one person have a complaint about that match. No. And it wasn't even like... Like, everybody added to it. The fact that Seth Rollins was added to it made it better. 
Never would have guessed that. Yeah. It made it a much better match, and it made the story better. I thought there was going to be some money in the bank cash-in, some kind of twist there. Well, I mean, one way to handle Roman Reigns is to have him win the title at WrestleMania and to still give me my Seth Rollins main event and have Seth Rollins cash-in then. Another way— Against Lesnar? No, if Roman Reigns beats Lesnar, and it's like, yay, Roman Reigns is the champion. Well, here comes Seth Rollins. Oh, I like that play out. Yeah. Or— Seth Rollins could cash in, you know, next week. And then we go to WrestleMania with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. I don't think that'll happen. That's not going to happen. It's a little weaker. But, yeah, I, Seth Rollins cashing in at WrestleMania, I think that could happen. I think that could be cool. Why not have an authority victory at WrestleMania? Or do something new with Seth Rollins at that point? I don't think Rollins need, anything needs changed with him. He's, He's great. He's a great heel. Great heel. He's so good at it. Um, did anything else stick out at you? Like, I thought it, I, I felt like, uh, we, we were, uh, uh, well, we're just still on that match. Are we talking anything? Anything. The Titus O'Neil. <laughs> oh, poor Titus. Oh, poor Titus. <laughs> and Zack Ryder. And Zack Ryder. <laughs> There's nothing like coming into the Royal Rumble for a half a second and getting tossed out. Well, at least Zack Ryder so, got in. It's so Santino, actually. Zack Ryder got in a move. A move. He got a little ring time in. Titus didn't. Titus That's embarrassing. That's bad. That t- obviously was a huge surprise. That's your Tatanka. It is. Yeah. He took a spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could have given Titus only lasted six seconds. You couldn't have given that to Tatanka? Right. Right? Right. Um, I thought the Ms. Mizdow stuff was good. I that like that they're great. planting seeds for Ooh, that to pay off. A- Maybe like a WrestleMania match. Yes. I think that's cool. And I think it's time. Like as much as much like do you like that, I'm sure. Love it. I love the Mizdow gig. But are you ready for it to kind of pay off? Or? I don't know where you go with Mizdow, though. If, if if Mizdow beats Miz, where do you take that? I think Mizdow should beat Miz and keep the Miz's gimmick. So then Miz is Mizdow's stunt so, double? Miz is just like a miserable stunt double who's like, why he gets my gimmick? Like, I, he's pissed so off. So you don't, you don't get rid of the whole Mizdow act? No, Mizdow is Mizdow, but Mizdow is now the main act. But he still wears the Mrs. Tights and the Mrs. Music and the Mrs. Jacket and the Mrs. Sunglasses. That's my. That's the so way how I would you play that out, though. I don't know. If it is good, it'd be it's, funny it's, the first week. Good. That's all I'm worried about. It's very, very strong. <laughs> Eventually, you figure out something else, but I think that's the immediate place to go. Stand Crowd out. favorite. Huh? Crowd favorite yeah. is out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what else? What I mean, it was your first Royal Rumble live. Oof. I think Again, we left with a chair. I was very excited about that. We left with Royal Rumble folding chairs. I think you're going to be, you know, you're going to be my wrestling buddy now. Oh, I love it. I yeah. am so your hype girl. Sam Roberts hype girl. It was fun. It was a blast. And it was, and we saw Rusev getting coffee on the oh way home. Oh my gosh, wait, we almost forgot this? Yeah, so. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. So all, you, you tell the story, but set it up. And the fact that we were at a random well, I'll bring truck us. Stop. I'll bring us to the rest stop, and then and then you got it because we're, we're pulling out of the parking lot, and it took us like forty five minutes to get out of the parking lot. Yes, but it wasn't a bad deal because the whole time we were watching backyard wrestling that was going on in the parking lot. Some guy dressed up as Bray Wyatt dropping Sister Abigail's on we his were friends. Totally egging him on. So. Yeah. Yeah, you were cheering for him. We had the horn going honk honk honk. Yeah. Yeah. And he was great. He was cutting Bray Wyatt promos. Sure was. Yeah. So we were watching that, and they, they had some kind of big, like, 
thing of wood. They were hitting each other with wood. It was like pure a, backyard well, wrestling. And they also had a snow shovel. And a snow shovel. And I think a pizza box. And a pizza box. Yeah. And no one was stopping it. So no. Security was just walking by and just letting it happen. Yeah, just thinking it was cool. And it was cool. Uh, so then we finally got out. And we drove like, I'd say a solid 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. What was it next door? No way. We was 20, 25 minutes towards New York. And we stop off at this just this random rest stop to go to the bathroom, grab some Starbucks. And we go in there, and there's Rusev. There. Yeah. And then my neurons are firing real fast. Yeah. And I'm also like... Because you're a Rusev mark. Like, you are a fan of Rusev. Rusev crush. And I love Lana. I think Lana is one of the most undervalued divas. You should have told me that because then we go to Starbucks well, how there. How do you approach that situation? Okay, yeah, keep going. And Lana is ordering at Starbucks in full makeup with the bun in her full hair. On. Yeah. It's great. Rusev crush latte. Like, I, there's so much we're thinking of, but here's the best <laughs> part about it. So, like, Rusev and Lana are there. I just come out of the bathroom and I'm in yeah. a Roman Reigns hoodie. I'm yeah. Like, I can't really approach him now. I just, uh, yeah. So weird. But nobody's paying attention to Rusev and Lana. <laughs> this is a true statement. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, it's primetime Sam Roberts. Wow. It's primetime Sam Roberts. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So now I'm like, the situation is amazing. There's like 40 wrestling fans in here, the vending machines, the good humor ice cream machine, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and Starbucks. Mm -hmm. And I think there was like a Popeye's open, too. Lana's ordering her Bev. I'm like, should I cash in a Starbucks reward and like say, like, you're awesome? Is that weird? Is that tacky? There's like lots of stuff going on in my brain. But you're getting all the attention. And I'm like, this is really happening. So Rusev's standing there in an NXT hoodie. Yeah. And I don't, do like, people not know that it's Rusev? I think, no, they knew because they were talking about him. They were. Yeah. Like, they were talking about him as if he didn't have ears because he wasn't responding to them. He was kind of in gimmick, <laughs> like he was being a heel. And they were like, yeah, Rusev's over there. Uh-oh, it's Rusev. He's terrifying. And he was six feet away from them. And they I were speaking full volume. by the way. Rusev? Yeah. He's great. He's great because he's a good character and he sticks to it and he's and he's believable and Lana full makeup, yeah, Get with the, the bun, with, the, with bun. the bun in her hair. It was awesome. Yeah, it's just a great, but it's a very random scene. Yeah, really, really random because it was far enough away from the building that I didn't think there would be any wrestling fans there, Everyone let alone just got out of there. Yeah, who stops at that rest stop? I don't know. Like, why would anybody else do that? There's food in the arena. I'm very. It was very confusing. It was weird. But it was a good way to kind of... It was a great culmination of the night. Cap it, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Katie, where can people find you on Twitter and Instagram? Oh, and absolutely. Always happy to chat some WWE. Yeah. And, of course, live tweeting. Yeah. Monday it, and now Thursday. It's at Katie Linendahl on Twitter and Instagram, right? Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Katie all of it. Linendahl. Absolutely. Katie Linendahl. And I'm going to tell you all something. I think I can make this happen. I set a goal... <laughs> At the Rumble. I was thinking about this when I got home, too. I think within a year, she will be a major presence in the wrestling community. Oh, I like this. I believe you will. You'll probably, you, I, I think you'll probably overtake me within a year. That won't happen. I'm your hype girl. But I am, I, I, I feel strongly and I will work hard. I know you will. Uh, Diligently. I bring a lot to the table. Yeah. And a lot of many, many years... Of wrestling knowledge. Yeah. Right out the womb. We're going to get her on the network. She's going to start popping up. Like, you'll see, the way I started <laughs> popping up in weird spots, you're the next one. You're going to start popping up. Yeah. I'm going to make sure of it. I'm excited. 
Well, thanks for hanging out, Katie. Good talk. And uh, you can uh, uh, follow me, too. I should plug myself, yeah, right? Dude. At Not Sam on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can get uh, podcast T-shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sam Roberts. And, uh, yeah. He's kind of a big deal. Well, I'm a man of the people. True. Just a wrestling Believe that. That's right. Believe, well, I can't end on that. (laughs) You're the only one who likes Roman Reigns anymore. You have to do something for the people. Yeah. Um, Yes. 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 Okay, we got him back. Thanks for listening to Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Follow at NotSam on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And subscribe for free to listen every week to Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York.